Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Talks with Cheese. I'm your host, Cheese, a.k.a. Adrian. My guest here with me is Jared Littlejohn, a.k.a. LJ. LJ, what's up, man? How you doing? What's up, Cheese? Thanks for having me on, man. I'm excited. No problem, man. So, LJ here, he's one of my best friends, and he's the head baseball coach at Tipkinu Valley High School. I know LJ since my summer going to freshman year of high school, and man, man, we have made a lot of great memories over the years. Is that right, LJ? Oh yeah, dude. Like, I mean, what's funny is, is like, I don't know if people like truly know like the real story of how we met and like the first time we met. Um, the first time, like my first memory of you was two a days, uh, my freshman year. your freshman year. So like would have been my junior year. Yeah. Back 2013, the fall of 2013 to 2014, yeah. uh, that school year, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Fall of 2013, my bad. Yeah. And, uh, you know, two days, obviously you get there early in the morning. And then you have, you know, you're there all till like six o'clock at night or whatever. And we're there. And um, I've always known, like Alec, we're both obviously really good friends with Alec. So he comes up to me. He's like, hey, LJ, I got somebody that um, <laughs> that wants to meet you. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I see here comes, like, I, at the time, I had no idea who you were. And here you come up and like, uh, Alec's like, hey, this is uh, Adrian because Cheese wasn't a nickname at the time. It was just right before. Yeah, it, it was right literally before. right before. Like during it. two days, honestly. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, this is Adrian." I'm like, "Oh, what's up, man?" And I was like, I'm "Pretty sure I asked how old you were. I thought you were like a sixth grader or something." You're like, "I'm a freshman." I'm like, "No way, what?" And ever since then, dude, we became like best friends. We've hung out every like pretty much almost every weekend since then. Yeah, um, yeah, going to like watching sports together, going out to eat, mm-hmm. going on a cruise, yep. and just like dude, going to like you know us going to either are you together or Purdue just many fun times man oh yeah oh yeah memories that'll that'll last forever for sure and that, that's what I cherish about you know our friendship is something that maybe other people don't have with each other because I think like me and you like we always get along no matter what yeah we might have our little arguments every yeah. once in a while but the next day we're good are there some times during like you know from 2014 to 2023 there's like sometimes we didn't hang out but right. it's just like you're cut up in something else and maybe if I was caught in something else but that hey that's the way life works you know you can't be with each other every single time yeah especially it's crazy when we grow up right time is really valuable if that makes sense yeah no it is it is man it's like and that's what like you look back like you know when we first met like who would have known that like now like here i am doing this podcast with you like who would like who would have thought you know and that's what's crazy is like you know you have to cherish all these times that you have together and you know make every moment count because you know you never know like you said time's valuable valuable valuable. yeah Yeah. time's valuable so you never know when um you know that last moment may be with each other or whatever so like that's why i love our friendship i love our group of friends that we all get to hang out with yeah not just us but like alec like speaking about like Wes was just here coming from home and i just felt like uh it, felt, it meant a lot to you because you know it just brings back memories because you've been friends with him just as long as you've been friends with me yeah exactly yeah no you're exactly right and like you know when every time Wes comes home from school I always try to make sure I hang out with him at least once or a couple times just because, because you know, he's doing his own thing once his, again yeah, he's doing his thing and at heck, school you never know like you know if he graduates and he goes to jobs not around the 574 and then you know man yeah I cherish that time Ex- more and more no yeah no you're exactly right and that's what you know, every time that we we all get together, we have fun and oh, yeah. it's awesome. And yeah, you just, we don't really care about anything else in the world besides our little like little circle. And Ex- it's the best part, honestly. No, exactly, exactly. When we're all together, no, nothing else matters. We're we're vibing and yeah. having a good time. We're like the top dogs, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. If you ask me, <laughs> no, I agree. No, I agree. All right. Well, I want to say, man, thanks for coming on. Thanks for uh, taking time of your busy schedule for doing this, man. Yeah, for sure. No, I appreciate you asking, and um, I'm excited. And hopefully, you know, other people enjoy listening and uh, uh let's let's get rolling i'm excited heck yeah man so i kind of want to go back to a segment that i was asking webby because like when i did the segment it was like really like really interesting to hear what he had to say so i'm going to ask the same thing towards you but um i want to ask about the high school days so lj how was valley personally for you um i loved it you know i, I loved i loved to be in valley school corporation um started obviously not i mean didn't just go to high school went to elementary school middle school in the school corporation um so it, it was it was awesome you know i had at mentone at yeah, Minto, mentone elementary i was bulldog not no flyer whatever that is no i'm just joking but um yeah so i i've i've been you know around the valley school corporation my whole life um i loved it you know i had a lot of great memories a lot of great made a lot of great friends i mean friends that i still hang out with today uh friends that i live with so it, it, it's it's uh, it was awesome i loved it and uh, i wouldn't change it for the world heck yeah i love it man even yeah even though people 
that are not involved in the school corporation, they think, man, this is really this is a small community, but really, it's not, man. You got it's like one of those things. If you know, you know. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, people I, people want to say maybe it's a small community just because how close we are. I would say like how I mean how much adversity that we've all been through right. in a community, especially you know? through like the dark times too. Yeah. that brought us closer together. Exactly, and I mean. Like it's like you know you know you know like when you're in the valley community you know a lot of people i feel like if you're in this community like you're gonna know a lot of people so like that's why they may say it's small but it's really not like it's it's a big community and like yeah. it all just flows into one like you said like we came good together in the good times and the bad times yeah. and then, you know i feel like well what we said like you know this community really has your back if you're going through something no it does and that's that's the best part about it you know it's like you ever need anything anybody in this community will help you out if they can so mm -hmm. facts once again shout out to the valley community mm -hmm, for sure so oj like speaking about valley you know what was some accomplishments accomplishments excuse me and what are some fun memories you made in you know your valley sports because you were a three-sport athlete playing Football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, um, yeah. Like you just said, I played I played all three sports. Played all three sports my whole life. Um, my family did a, did one thing. I mean, to get a good job, put me into sports as a, as a young kid. I fell in love with it. So um, some memories, you know. Obviously, my friends. You know, I, I I still hang out with all those guys that I hung out with high school. Now I'm still close with a lot of people that I went to high school with. Um, obviously, there's some that fade away, but most for the most part, I'm still friends with all of them. So, like, I mean, in sports was a big part. Obviously, I, I played all three sports in high school for all four years. Um, won sectionals, like, like, my freshman year, we won sectionals in baseball. And that was probably you know, one of my top memories just because I was a part of it. You know, I played I played as a freshman. I started every game in the outfield. So, um, it was just an awesome, awesome run. And I remember, you know, as a kid watching my brother, um, my older brother, get to win sectionals in baseball. And I was like, man, that's, that, that's awesome. Do the dog pile on the field and – having fun and you know seeing all the, the community behind you so like that was probably my favorite memory one of my probably my favorite memory of high school honestly was my freshman year winning sectionals um but then we also won sectionals at my sophomore year in basketball uh which i i was on the team obviously but i didn't play much varsity as a, as a sophomore but it was still uh, a good experience but it was all, oh yeah it was still good you know i was still obviously friends with everybody on the team so yeah. i was there you know i was kind of the cheerleader almost i was cheering <laughs> them on and you know if my name my name ever got called i was ready to go in but oh yeah yeah i was got i was that guy in practice that got him ready though that, 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 i took pride in that uh -huh. um and then you know i guess i'll might as well talk about football you know we, we went in the bell um my freshman year getting it back and then winning it my sophomore and junior year um, playing at Lucas Oil, uh, having a pick six there—that that was awesome. So there's a lot of a lot of good memories um, coming out of high school that that I'll have forever, and you know, hopefully get to share with my family someday. Heck yeah, you know. And then the thing is, you know, you get to—I know we're gonna talk about this, but you get to talk about your coaching experience to your future kids or just future family members as well, man. Yeah, no, yeah, I know it, it doesn't just stop with playing. You know, now that I'm I'm coaching. Um, I'll, I'll get to share that. Hopefully, you know, I'm still coaching maybe once when I have kids and I have a family someday. Yeah. So. And then just kind of like, uh, coach Mel, like he's, you know, in the star of coaching his own son, Grady, and hopefully maybe that can inspire you. Yeah. Yeah. No. And that's, that's something that, you know, I look forward to is, is hopefully getting to coach my kids and, you know, teach them the, the game and the stuff that I've learned from the game. Just like, yeah. you know, my coach has got to teach me, but as just a, hoping that they become athletes, you know, <laughs> fingers crossed, uh, not going to force it, but yeah. hopefully trust God's plan. Exactly, man. Exactly. So like LG, man, like it seemed like you had a heck of a uh, ride at Valley sports, you know? So I want to ask what's your, like a favorite sport, your favorite sport you played at Valley, like personally. Yeah. Um, this is a tough one because like, you know, playing three sports, I mean, you were an athlete in high school too. It's like whenever that season comes around, it's like, that's the one that you love the most. Um, so I, 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 I mean, it's such a hard question, but to be honest, like probably at the time, my favorite sport in high school was probably football just because like I loved it. I loved everything about it. Not that I didn't love the other two, um, but I probably spent more time with football than I did in the other, other, other two sports. Um, but at the beginning, again, like once basketball season came around, I was locked in and I loved basketball. And then once baseball season came around, you know, it's like, let's go. I'm so ready for baseball. So it just seemed like, uh, they were unique and yeah, each sport was unique in some way. Yeah, no, they, they were like, I mean, they were, they're all competitive and that's why I like, that's why I love sports. But at the same time, like you kind of had different groups of friends in each sport. Like not every, all of our friends played football. Not all of our friends yeah, played basketball. Like, like Gavin didn't play football, but yeah. he played baseball and, and basketball. basketball. Yeah, exactly. So like when that came around, that, that was time that I got to spend with Gavin, you know, or, or yeah, that's who, crazy. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it, yeah, whatever season was around, I'd say was my favorite yeah. though. Hey, that's a good answer. Yeah. Honestly. Thank you. So LJ, tell us what you did once you graduated high school and when did you eventually get into coaching and why? Yeah. So, um, right out of high school, 
I went to Ivy Tech Community College. Was going to start. Uh, was going to start getting my business degree. That was my plan. Go there for two years and then transfer to another a four year school. Then I started uh, that summer right after high school. I started working at Tico Met, which is where my mom and my older brother worked at the time. Um, so I worked there all summer to make money, and then I was just doing school part time. Had a long class, online, well, full time, but had online classes and um, some classes on campus. Did that for half a semester or full semester or for half a year, I guess. So two, I don't know how that works. Two semesters. There's two semesters in a year. Okay, so I did it first semester. Okay, yeah. Did yeah, Ivy Tech first yeah. semester, um, and then still worked um and then kind of just kind of fell out of the you know the school grind you know and like i i don't want to say like in a bad way but school's like just not for everyone i guess and i don't think it was for me um obviously like high school is different because i played sports my whole life or like like you know so like i had a like a reason to go i felt like like i was always there because i had sports like i had to be at school if i wanted to play sports like i had to get good grades yeah you're gonna have to take it serious right with academics because if you didn't take it seriously you weren't gonna play exactly exactly it's like you weren't playing a sport no to motivate you right and that's exactly right and like that's probably not the way to treat it or look at it and like but that's how kind of how it was for me at the time yeah and like i I mean, I'm not gonna say like I, I kind of do regret not you know finishing school, but at the same time, like I'm I'm in a good place now, and I'm I, I enjoy doing what I do, and um, so I, I ended up dropping out after that semester, um, and started working full time at Tico Met. Well, actually, no, I didn't start working full time at Tico Met. I was go- wanted to go full time, and they told me that I had to go to off shift, and I didn't want to. Um, so I ended up ca- talking to um, Shelly and Jay Craig. And I was like, my stepdad worked at Craig, at works at Craig Welding, and I was like, he kind of helped me out a little bit. And they had an opening in their machine shop, and I was like, you know, I kind of like to do that. And so um, I went in there and had a kind of like an interview with the supervisor in the machine shop, and got offered a job. So I kind of I took that in June of twenty seventeen. Yeah, uh, took that. Yeah, in June of twenty seventeen. Um, and started working there and luckily um they you know they're awesome people obviously but they allowed me to coach and that's why i didn't want to go to an off shift because i wanted to coach yeah because like the option would have balanced your schedule yeah, exactly so anyways go on um so i started working there um before that though like when i graduated high school um bill patrick was the coach and chad patrick were the basketball coaches and um they knew that i was still around so they always told me to come to practice and practice against them the high school team um, so I'd go, I would always go do that. And I kind of got in, um, you know, would play and they kind of helped the guys however I needed to help the team, whatever I needed to do. And then, um, Chad got the head coaching job and he asked me if I wanted to be the eighth grade basketball coach. So that was kind of the start of like truly coaching. Um, I was also helped out with, so not the year after I graduated, but the next year. So your senior year, yeah. I started helping out with the baseball team as well. And was just kind of like a floater, like a assistant, but like I would help with varsity and help with JV. Yeah. Um, and with coach Brannock. And so I did that. And then Brannock left after that year and Greg Prater got hired and he asked me if I wanted to be the JV coach. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'll do it. So I took over the, the head JV coach. So I was doing eighth grade basketball and head JV. Yeah. And then I, just kept grinding with that, working full time at Craig's. Um, How was that for you? Like just knowing that you got in a regiment. Yeah, personally. No, yeah, it it was it was kind of like a grind, you know. Like you get up, be at work by six o'clock every morning, and then you know right after work you have to go out to the field or have to go to the gym because you got practice. Like goes straight back to the valley. Yeah, you know? so straight back like to the if sco- you're like a high school student. Yeah, again. <laughs> exactly. So right back to the school, um, and it was you know it was a lot, but it it was fun. I I obviously still enjoy it because I'm still doing it, but um. Yeah, it was it was a busy busy like busy time doing both sports. Yeah. So, but it was worth it, and I'm I'm glad I did it. Yeah. So, when you got when you went to the JV, when you coached for the JV for the baseball team when Greg took over, right? Yeah. Yep. Did you like drop? Did you stop coaching basketball for a while? No. So I still did it. Um, I did, I did. So that that time when I started coaching JV, I was um. It would have been like my first first year of coaching eighth grade basketball, so I did both. Um, but no, I yeah, I was the head head eighth grade coach and then the head JV coach. But so like, but the times like they didn't cross because basketball's done when baseball's getting started, right. and I was a head coach. I was just a JV coach, so I didn't technically have to be there at the open gyms for for baseball at the right. time. 
So, um, like right, but right when basketball was done, I was jumping right into baseball. Mm-hmm. So, tell us a story about when you became the varsity baseball coach. You know, yeah. Um, so I was the head JV coach for two years, um, and then Greg Prater um, decided to resign, and the head coaching job for the baseball team was open. And for a long time, like everybody's asking me, telling me I should go for it, and I was just like, no, it's a hard no. I'm like, I'm not doing it. Why that no exactly? I want um, to know. It was just I knew it was gonna be a lot, a lot of responsibility. Um, I was twenty one year old, twenty two years old, so I knew that I was gonna have to like you know it was a lot. I mean, I knew I was gonna have to do a lot of like you know the team store, and I have to do the you know get the hats. I have to do fundraising, and I have to do. I knew like the responsibilities that come as a head coach, and so I was a hard no just because like I wanted to be able to you know still do things uh, with my like friends. I mean, you were at Purdue, and yeah. Craig was at IU, so like I still like I wanted to you know, be able to go there. Like, and hang out with kind of like live your life as a as a guy in your early twenties. Yeah, now. exactly. You know, just have fun and do that, and um, be with my family, and you know, be with my friends. So I was like, I was a hard no. And then um, I got called into the our athletic director at the time was her name was Gina, but she calls me and she's like, Hey, can we have a meeting? I'm like, Okay, yeah. So I go in, and she kind of told me like the list of names that have applied, and um, I knew one of them. I didn't know the other two. And she's like, you're still not interested. I was like, I was like, give me time. Let me think. So I went home, you know, talked with my family, talked with some of my friends, you know. When was this, like summertime going This would have been the fall, the fall. So right, like right when school would have started of 2019. When I started Purdue. Right when you started Purdue. Yep. Um, And so I was like, you know, I went home, talked to my family and my friends. And I I was just like, I don't know what to do. And my mom and my stepdad, my brothers, there was like, and it was actually would have been my little brother's senior year and he played um and obviously tanner and all those yeah. guys so i was like mom, my mom and my brother's like come on do it and bryce really wanted me to do it so i was like all right and i'll do it with the, and tanner, with tanner yeah. yeah and tanner like they all wanted me to do because I was, I, I was around you know i yeah. coached them still before that yeah and i had a really good successful jv year yeah. the year before i think we lost one game so like You're you know yeah, yeah so, so yeah so i was just like all right so I, I ended up calling Gina. I was like, all right, I'll apply. So I applied. Hadn't um, didn't get it right away. They were like, we're going we're going through the interview process. Like, yeah, of course, that's fine. So I uh, I went in for an interview. Um, and a couple days later, they called me and said, hey, you you got the job. So <laughs> it was it was pretty so, exciting. Uh, How's the uh, interview process was exactly? Was it by a certain person? Was it by like the whole school board? Yeah, because I never knew how yeah. that works out. Yeah. So it was um. With the athletic director, um, the principal, which was uh, Brandon Kreska, and it was with our strength and conditioning coach at the time. At the time, okay. Which would have I don't I don't remember who it was. I was you're fine. Yeah. Um, but so it was with those three, and I think even Rick Shepard was in there. I believe so. I think there was there were four people in the interview, um, and they just you know they threw out a lot of questions. It wasn't really much about. Um, like the X's and O's of, of, of baseball. Uh, they asked some, but it wasn't just on that. It was more about, you know, building a program. You know, how do you want to make your athletes better? Like, not just in yeah. sports, but off the field. Like, how you can be, like, a better coach, a leader off the field, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, like, you know, and there was a lot of questions about my age. You know, I was 22. Yeah. Not many 22-year-olds are. take that responsibility. Yeah. And it's not, uh, they're not lying when they say, hey, with great power comes great responsibility yeah exactly <laughs> so like that's what they were they were just they were drilling me with that stuff and you know i just answer it truthfully and i was like you know i'm i'm i know what this comes with i know i have to grow up and yeah, real I'm quick. Re- yeah. yeah. and i was like i'm and I'm, I'm ready so so like uh once you get the car like how you got the news of saying hey you got the head coaching position yeah like how did it feel that you know that you went how did you feel that you knew you're gonna be a head coach for this like valley program at such a young age at like 22 you say yeah and this is your alma mater like the yeah. school you went no. to and graduated with exactly and that's what you know i was so so like you know when i got the call i was so excited but at the same time i was so nervous because i was like you know this is like big shoes to me i mean like this is like my alma mater this is where i went to school i played here for four years i love valley sports i love valley baseball so i was like you know this is like you know in, in like not to mention we were gonna have a really good team like we we're like uh, you knew you knew these kids too. yeah yeah and i was like you know we're gonna be good i was like what i gotta lock in like that was my first thing like when i got the call I was like all right let's lock in let's go 
and I had to find, you know, like I had to find staff. I had to find who I wanted to, you know, help me. I wanted to know how to find a JV coach. I had to do all those things. And on top of that, I had to get these kids ready to play. Like I, like we changed a little bit of stuff that we did before because I wanted to do it my way. Yeah. Um, but we still took a lot of stuff that they already knew. Yeah. And yeah, so like it, it was like we were, I got hired in the fall of 2019 and we literally had like an open gym, open field like two weeks like a week later like we were out in the field getting ready that, that yeah too. Like yeah to get, to get started right yeah like i was just so ready i was like, hey let's let's work let's grind let's get after it so, so. tell me like how was that keep on going with this yeah i love this it, yeah it was uh it was awesome like we like, i think first open field um obviously it's football season so a lot of the kids you know valley smaller school we i i personally as a coach push kids to play as many sports as you can so a lot of those kids still play football or were playing football that would be at baseball so we didn't have that big of numbers but we had probably 10 to 15 out there in that in the freshman class where they were hungry they were ready um so we had i mean it was good like we started we had like two nights a week for two hours we were out there grinding for a month or so and then uh, obviously we get, we get shut down because we don't we can't do anything in the winter oh, yeah, yeah. and when it gets cold you can't be outside so yeah we just started grinding and um getting ready for the season of 2020 and yeah we yeah, i think that's pretty much all i mean like Tell me, like, later into 2020, right? Yeah. Tell me about, like, how, like, how did you get the call and stuff mm-hmm. like that when you know that, hey, the 2020 season isn't going to happen because of COVID? Yeah. So, this, at the time, I was still the head eighth grade basketball coach. Okay. Um, so, we were playing um, and stuff, and my, one of the guys that I coached with, Sean Shepard, who was a seventh grade head coach, um, he travels to China often for work. Um, but obviously doesn't in the winter because he's the head of basketball. He was the bat- seventh grade basketball coach. Um, and he, like him and Aunt um, Newcomer, they were like, hey, like we got, like there's, like I had, I had had no idea what it was. I had no idea. They were talking about it. I was like, what is going on? Um, talking about the coronavirus or whatever. I'm like, what? So I I kind of listened, but like it kind of went in one year out the other. I was like, whatever, like, you know. Yeah, I was like, it's going to happen. You're like, it'll be like a thing that's like, you know, yeah, it'll be here for a month or whatever. We'll get rid of it. So basketball season ends and this is things start the coronavirus is starting to like pick up i start seeing it on twitter i start like hearing more about it and i'm like okay like maybe this is real and um i remember going home i lived with my parents at the time so i remember going home and like talking to my mom about it and my stepdad and i was like you know it's just gonna be a thing and it's like whatever so we were having open open gyms like we were in the gym hitting um getting ready for baseball right, okay and we had it, i remember it was the the week before like basketball season ended for high school too and we, it was nice weather was awesome it was like 60 degrees we go outside to have an open field and there was 30 kids there like and the whole team was there like, oh because like basketball was basketball like, was over, okay. and they were excited because of my first year i was excited i had all them excited with, it was like a good energy between both parties yeah so like okay. we were we were pumped and had a great open field and i remember it was like a thursday or i think it was a thursday um and i remember telling the guys like hey like look we start monday like like don't think of this coronavirus doesn't mean anything right now like we start monday like, like that's we're, our we're going in yep. dialed in no matter what's going on yep and friday comes around they get sent home half day and they're like we're not coming back to school for like two weeks so i remember i had to send out a th- so i remember talking to our athletic director and I was, she's like hey and you need to send out a thing on on your remind app how you communicate how i communicate with parents okay, yep. And just say, hey, like you're like we're not practicing right now. We can't do anything. But as soon as we come back to school, we'll get after it. So like you know, it sucked because like we were so ready. Like first official practice would have been Monday, but we couldn't do it because of the coronavirus. Because that happened like what that Friday or Thursday yeah. prior or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, like the same day where like they closed the NBA. Yeah, like, they, yeah everything. Yeah, yeah. NBA went and the schools went. Yeah. And. It was like a domino effect, like yeah, close, close, close. No, close, yeah, yeah, literally everything. It was <laughs> yeah. like it was just crazy. And then a kids like Ben, uh, Shriver, yeah. and like his cousins, uh, Boston and Caleb, and who were they were with? They had they said, hey, beach shut down, like go home. Yeah, yeah, it was it, yeah, like it, literally everything. Yeah. Like there was like like we like I don't think we ever shut down at work, but we had like we had like option. Like if you're not like if you're not comfortable with being here, like you can go like home and not work for a week or something. I don't remember. So, anyways, with you uh, sending the Remind app to the yeah. parents to go on with that, sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. So, I send it out on Remind, say, hey, like, we're done for two weeks, we're shutting down. And I remember, like, Tanner's texted me. Um, my little brother's talking to me at home. All these guys are like, hey, like, what do you know? Like, are we going to be able to go back? Like, what's going on? It's like, it's, this is getting scary at this yeah, point. Yeah, like, yeah, like, this was, like, their senior year yeah. and, like, the coronavirus, like, what's going on? And I was like, man, I don't know anything. Like, I'll, as soon as I hear stuff, I'll stay in touch. I'll communicate with you guys. So I was communicating and saying, like, you know, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. 
And I end up, you know, that, so that two weeks goes by. And I, we end up getting another email from Gina a little bit earlier in, the, in the, those two weeks. She's like, hey, we're not going back right now. And we're like, what? Like, she's like, yeah, we're going all online. And she's like, it's not looking good. Like, it doesn't look like yours. You're going to have a baseball season. And I was just like, I was bummed because I was so pumped. Like, I was so excited to get things rolling. And that happens. And I'm just like, oh, are you kidding me? So we don't do anything. Don't do anything. I literally tell the kids, like, hey, like, I think the IHSA ended up coming out and saying ba- we weren't having a baseball season. But not just baseball, but like the, every, yeah, uh, every spring, sport. spring sport. Yeah, they yeah. canceled all spring sports because, like, no, literally nobody was in school. Yeah. And so I remember sending that out, and it was like it's it was terrible because, like, I felt bad so bad for the seniors because like that was literally like their last time. Like it was like their their and we were gonna be good. It was it was crazy. Like we had I think we probably had like ten twelve seniors. Yeah, like, had all this experience. All this experience. They were good. We had a couple of kids that could have went and played college baseball, and it was like all right, here we go. And like coaching staff, we were locked in. You know, it was it was exciting, and then that happens, and it's like, man, are you kidding me? So, I felt like you know, I when I had to send out the stuff, it's like, say, hey, like we're not having anything. It's it was terrible because I didn't want to put anybody like through that. Like I didn't want to, I didn't want to send out the message. Yeah, like it was it was so tough, but um, yeah, we didn't get to do anything. Uh, I mean, like they canceled all the whole season. Um, I had I ended up I think we tried to do stuff like with the team but we couldn't because like they couldn't have social gatherings right to make it up right? yeah like i wanted to do like you know a cookout or something but, but yeah it was we didn't know at the time how serious this was it's so right. unknown it's like what the heck yeah yeah it was and then you know we're shut down nothing's open you couldn't even go like the store like it was it was crazy like only an essential place yeah yep yeah so there was there was nothing that we could have done to you know on our end team obviously bond. right yeah. that's what made it not fun right like especially like you know that that day before we found out like we were like we were having fun as a team we were you're getting after like gearing up and then boom that hits you like, so, right, like hits just, you right yeah, in the face. just tell me what happened like like how do you like get with that fuck for the rest of the spring or summer yeah. just knowing like crap i'm going to work but all i'm doing is going back home without like right. going to to coach my team like this new pro you know like a new program for me yeah yeah and it, it was a big bummer like i was so i was I wouldn't say depressed, but I was sad. Like I was upset. Like I was so excited, and then like and the players were just let down, just yeah, as you or the coaches. Yeah, said. and like there was nothing that I could do. Cause like you know there were so many things that I wanted to do or wanted to say, but there was nothing that I could do that was going to have baseball come back that spring. So it's like, what do I do? So I kind of just like you know just told the kids if they need anything, let me know. We did. I think we did. Like the school was kind of having some like fun with it. They had like a senior spotlight thing. So like I had all the seniors send me a picture and they had to answer a couple questions and I sent it to our athletic director and she would post it on Twitter or Facebook to kind of like, you know, just cause they didn't get to have a season, like a spring season, but like we wanted to spotlight them to like, Hey, like this was his accomplishments to the past three years. Uh-huh. Um, and like post it and let everybody see it without doing this better without doing nothing at all. Right. Okay, exactly. Yeah. So like we wanted to have something for yeah. them. And I think like us coaches, I think we are like all spring coaches. I think we made a video um, for like all the guys just like telling them to like, you know, you know, make sure stay on schoolwork. Cause I mean, even though they weren't at school, they still had school. Like they had online stuff. So like that was a thing that I kind of like I prep, like pushed on them was like, Hey, finish school. Like just grind this out, yeah. get done with school. And then, you know, stay focused. Like we made like a video. I think I had like Tanner Andrews in it, yeah. Ben and Webby. Just to encourage those yeah. players. Yeah. And we we're like, hey, like let's yeah. yeah. So that that was something that we kinda did and but there wasn't like there really wasn't anything that we yeah. could do, you know. And it just seemed like from hearing other kids' perspectives during that time that, you know, keep in mind, you know, Valley no one expected this pandemic to like, you know, take over the world. And then Valley didn't do like how to explain this. They were they weren't aware at the time like how do we do this e learning because mm-hmm. they had to do it yeah right away because we weren't that type of school before mm-hmm. COVID to be doing e learning so yep. it was just new for everyone man. right exactly and that's that was like the tough part was like because like nobody prepared for it we had no idea exactly. like we had no idea it was gonna hit like that so like like you said Valley was never e learning stuff like it was yeah. always in school or you weren't didn't have school. And so, like, when that hit, they had to figure out all the e-learning stuff. And, like, on that side... It just seemed like they were overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah. they were, like, it kind of, I think it kind of hit them. And they were all working. And all the the teachers and all that, the staff were great. And they they, they killed it at the time. But, yeah. yeah. How, so, did you eventually go to, like, their open houses to make up time? Yeah. Once, like, things started to get, like, a little bit better uh, going towards that summer? Yeah. Yep. So, then, like, this, like spring ended summer things started opening back up they had graduation um obviously not everybody could go to graduation it was only like two parents or something two or three parents could go to their graduation and 
my, which my little brother was a senior, so I had to watch me and like my older brother. I think we watched it on the TV. Oh man, that's yeah. Sucks, didn't even man. get to go. Yeah. So like, but you know, summer came around and like the kids start having open houses and um, all that stuff to celebrate. Still celebrate. So like, I um, went to like most of them. I think that I got invited to. Yeah. Um, and I gave all the kids a, their a hat because like we had hats already. Yeah, so it's I, crazy. Yeah. Oh my god. So I gave them a hat and like, hey, like you know, gave I think gave them a car or whatever and just said, hey, like you know, it stinks, but I pre- still appreciate you because like this was yeah. gonna I be. Mean, I didn't coach you really, but hey, yeah, yeah, it was, was gonna be a lot of fun. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it just felt good in general because you know we can both attest to this that like you know once things started cooling down, it felt good being in Alex Bar- uh, Barn. Oh yeah. Or Outlaw HQ, they yeah, call it nowadays. Yeah, exactly. It felt good just seeing you. Alec J. Shelley yeah. just again after just being locked yeah. in for a month, man. No, it was yeah. I remember like literally went to work, came home, and did nothing. So like there was nothing open. I golfed a lot. I guess that was the one one of the positive things. Yeah. I guess because like you go on the golf course because you're outdoors. Yeah. Um. So I would golf, but other than that, like it was like locked down and you weren't with anybody. Yeah. And then, and then it's crazy just hearing like like what you just told on this podcast with you know how it, it just sucked that you guys couldn't like, play because of COVID. Um. Uh, there's thousands of other stories like you're not the only one like Sophie buzzard said that on her podcast with me that if Kobe wasn't a thing that her and her team would have been in playing in march madness yeah that's yeah crazy. no that, that's so crazy because i mean it just took a lot away from you know a lot of athletes and a lot of good teams like sophie's would have been if they would have made march madness like that's an accomplishment that you want to like you might not she might not have got to do again i think she did but and the value community we, we yeah been proud of that you know yeah. sharing that stuff yeah and you know maybe you know who knows that year maybe we win sexual maybe we win conference maybe you know it changes our baseball program into a like you know higher higher standard yeah. or something you never know like that, that's just what that's what sucks about it yeah it's just covid brought like, a lot of what is man mm-hmm. but like hey like you know F COVID, but like, yeah, hey, every, Let's, everything happens for a reason. Right now, yeah, and you had to make the most of it and move on and, you know, forget about it now. I just really hope a pandemic doesn't happen <laughs> like that again, man. I'm yeah. just praying. I hope not. I hope not. That'd be terrible. Uh, for real. So let's uh, fast forward to the following season, man. So, like, you know, after, you know, COVID wasn't as big as it was to that 2020 year, right? Yep. Let's fast forward to spring 2021. So, how was it finally being able to coach that season? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then, you know, everything happened. They they went back to school in the fall, but I think they got shut down a little bit in there in times just because people would get COVID or get sick, okay, okay, yeah, so they had to shut down. Um, we, were, we were able to have our open fields outside. Um, we weren't allowed to do anything in the gym because they didn't want big crowds still with the school. We had to wear masks. Um, all that, all that stuff. But so we got after it, um, when we could in the fall. Um, and then winter came around, we shut down, obviously like as a baseball team, we didn't do anything. Um, and then the spring came and, you know, we were ready. Like we, I mean, yeah, it stunk because those freshmen that would have been freshmen during COVID, they were still technically freshmen, but they were sophomores in baseball sense because they didn't get to have a spring, a spring season. So it's like, Man, you took away a season of you know from these kids that had a year of JV to develop, yeah. And now they're they're getting thrown into the varsity like baseball cut field. Short. Yeah, and it wasn't we weren't the only ones dealing with this. All the all the other schools obviously yeah. were too, but it you could tell that like there was kids that didn't get to develop that were just thrown out there that had to at the time. Yeah, like you had, like, you got to do it now, like because those seniors before left, you know, yeah, yeah, it was a it, big gap to fill. It seemed y- like yeah, it was, and like, you know, I had like I said earlier, I had like twelve seniors, so like there was kids that didn't have any varsity experience that were playing all the time so how did you manage that then um it just took a lot i mean we just when we had practice you know we 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 grilled them in practice like hey like you have like this is our time to grow like games obviously we're gonna we're gonna take our highs and lows and it's gonna hit it's something that's gonna hit us but like this is your time to time to like work is in practice so like we you know we we made sure to stay focused in practice um did our all of our drills that we thought were what we needed to do and, you know, I had some of the, like, there was like two or three kids that had some varsity experience from, you know, the year before COVID. So I like told them like, Hey, like you guys got to be the leaders. Like, this is like big for you guys. Not only be, like, you just have to like grow up earlier, like probably earlier than maybe what they yeah. wanted to, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, we, we kind of felt like, you know, put our, put our hands on the, on the upper class and have some varsity experience. But then I think we were playing like six five or six sophomores that didn't have any varsity experience or baseball experience high school baseball experience yeah, crazy. so uh it was it was a tough a tough year 
but we still were competitive and that was our big thing. It's like, let's compete every pitch, every play, let's go out and compete. And, um, we, I feel like we did that. Um, our record might not have showed it, but we played good teams too. Like our schedule was tough. Like, yeah, because you guys were in like 500 that year. Yeah. I think, I believe we went 500. Um, but I think we only had two seniors. Wow. So, I mean, it was like, and I think, um, uh, Peyton Mills would have been the only one that played a lot of varsity before that. Yeah, that's crazy. And so we were relying on juniors and sophomores and, um, so it was tough when we were young. So like a 500 season when you're young, obviously you don't want to go 500, but that's a solid year for having all those young yeah, guys. Yeah, I can't control all of the, like the factors. Right. And you know, they they were going through their, their bumps and everything that they go through, um, as baseball players. And so it's like, you know, had to learn, learn and grow. And yeah. I feel like we did that that year. Uh huh. I mean, just like, how was it? really being able to be out there once again yeah no it was just awesome knowing that you know no covid was restricting you guys you right know? it was it was it was awesome you, like thankful for it like, oh dude i was so i was so ready just to get out there yeah. and not have to worry about you know we still actually had to like so like they wanted us to like clean bases in like in between innings and yeah. clean baseballs and all that crazy stuff yeah. but it were like Okay, so we had like wipes and stuff at our dugout. I don't know if we ever actually did it, but we had it just in case we had to. Yeah. Um, didn't have to wear a mask, thankfully, um, as coaching. So it was like, you know, it was nice because I didn't want to have to worry about any of that. But it was just also nice playing baseball again. Yeah. That was the best part was being out there and just playing. Mm-hmm. So like um, after that first season, right? What'd you learn being a head coach at baseball since you were? actually able to coach this time yeah um i feel like i grew a lot too i mean i made a lot of mistakes that year as, as a coach and that, that happens i mean i'm still gonna make mistakes as a coach but i'm gonna learn i learned from it um but i also think i have a really good coaching staff around me and so like they would they all like they're older all like not old but like older than me so yeah. like they they've been around the game a lot longer than i have and um so they they help me out and they show me things and they you know always have my back which is awesome but it was it was a, definitely a learning year for me um, just because you go from having 12 seniors to two, it was like, man, I had to coach a lot more than I thought I would like, than I thought I was going to have to the year before, because they knew, like they knew what to do. Like they played varsity baseball. So it was a lot, a lot different, um, than I expected, but it was still a really, really fun year. And, um, I got built a lot of relationships that year with the kids and that that's always important is to make sure you have relationships with them and make sure it goes more than just baseball. Right. It just seemed like that whole season that you just explained that it went to literally zero to a hundred real quick. There wasn't no gaps to really relax. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, you don't like it. Like once like baseball starts, like you're you're on a grind. Like it, like you like I have weekends like right now to do like pretty much what I want. But as soon as baseball starts, it's all baseball. Like yeah, it literally yeah. goes like you said, zero to one hundred. And then work it, work it too. <laughs> yeah, and then working every day, and then yeah, going right out to the school right after that. Yeah, yeah. Really, they're at home just to eat and sleep. Literally, <laughs> no. I literally, I'll get home at you know some nights not till ten o'clock, nine thirty, ten o'clock, and then I'm literally eating dinner and going to bed. Yeah, I want to talk about the not that your first year coaching baseball, right? Mm-hmm. As a head coach, I remember my first game there. It was like the weekend after I graduated or something like that, and then dude, it felt good being going to the game, cause like I had COVID, you know I had COVID, right, right. so I was like in my house for two weeks, <laughs> yeah, and then that. I had to like go to graduation right after I got like what quarantine free, right? Yeah, they say, yeah. I went, literally went to graduation, still like not hundred percent, and then went to the baseball game the next weekend. But it felt good just being outside after being in my house for two oh, weeks, man. Oh yeah, and just seeing you. Uh, you guys win against Southwood when Southwood was like the favorites to win. It was amazing, man. So that 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 was a big a big game as well because um, so um, yeah that that was also another another like thing that we had to go through was um one of our players passed away um in a car accident on the way home after a baseball tournament um uh, which is one of like you know going through COVID the year before and then the next year as a head coach like going through you know. A tragedy like that you know it's something that you know you never draw up or never want anybody to ever go through obviously so um going through going through that you know being there for the kids and luckily like, like good thing i worked at craig welding because they allowed me to when all that stuff went happen they allowed me to have work off and go to the school and be with the kids so um appreciate them more than anything for that but um it was such a tough time for us 
um, you know, and it just put our team so much closer because it's like, you know, you never know when you're going to lose one of your best friends and one of your brothers and one of the guys that you've grown up with your whole life. And especially as a coach, it's like, okay, I've never had to have this. I never had to go through this. Like I never had to you know, go through losing a player and somebody that, you know, I had a great relationship with and I've known for a long, long time to go through that. And, um, so like when, you know, when that happened to Brendan, it was, it was terrible and, it was like, you know, I didn't know what to do. And I leaned on her AD a lot at the time. And, um, he was just like, man, like now it was at that at the time it was, um, Aaron butcher. And he was just like, you know, there's nothing that I can tell you to do because like, I don't know, but be there for your guys. Like, that's the only thing. And, you know, it was just, we canceled. I think we canceled like one, one or two games just because like we wanted the team to be together and go through that, to, go through that, that time as a team. And, you know, be there for each other. And so that, that it was such a tough moment, but we played Southwood that night or one of our nights. It was senior night. Um, and I, dude, that was probably the, I, you could probably say it was probably the biggest crowd I've ever seen at a baseball oh, game. Dude, it was a big crowd. Like, and like, and it goes back to what we were talking about the Valley community. Yeah. Showing support. Right. Exactly. And that's what, that was awesome because they were out there not, I mean, to support Brendan and his family, but also our team. Yeah. Like they wanted to be there for them. And I mean, I, like it was like literally wrapped around our whole baseball field. Like yeah, there was, was awesome. stand, everybody was standing. Like it was so cool. And senior night, and we played. I think Southwood was ranked number one in um in one A, and they were like the top of the conference. And uh, like it was like to their perspective, like easy win. Right, against right, Valley team. Right, but we came in and like I threw. I think we had Owen Kirkenstein on the mound, and I was like, look, this dude's good. And, and like we were playing with a lot of emotion, and a lot of people came to watch. And I remember like Owen just going out there and throwing gas, and like me and uh, the coaches in the dugout, like, all right, here we go. And like our sticks were rolling, and it was awesome, man. And you know, we played with a lot of emotion, and we played that rest of the year, and we still do. We still dedicate to Brendan. Everything we do is to Brendan because he would be a senior this year. And with you, you know, on our hats for baseball, we have B four on the back because he was number four. We take his jersey to every game with us. Don't let anybody wear four because that's him. Um, so yeah, that that game was um awesome and. You know, the year didn't go the way we wanted to, obviously, but it was like that um, that game and like the rest of the year, we were like, we were so close and everything that we do now is for Brendan. And I think it, you know, it sucks that you didn't want that to happen, obviously ever. Right. But I think these kids are like, man, like, you know, we got to be closer and everything that we do now is like for a reason. And I think it made them like have a different perspective on life. Yeah. And then, like, you know, they, it's true what they say, like, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, man. No. And it just seems like, so going through the COVID challenges and going through uh, Stump's passing, right, it just made you into a uh, a better leader and a better coach, you know? No, and exactly, you know, and, like, that's, like, one thing that, you know, obviously you don't want that situation to happen, but how do you make, you know, yourself a better person because of it? And I feel like that I, you know, I did that. I feel like, you know, it made me want to be closer with these kids and have this relationship with these kids and like the families and everything around, because like, you never know obviously now, like what's going to happen. And with COVID, you don't have a year. So like, make sure you can take advantage of all those moments that you have together and and enjoy it. It just seems like those two uh, bad experiences just like uh, made you look into, made you appreciate more things better, better. Right. You know? Yeah. You know, you're exactly right, man. And that's what, it's what we did as a team. That's what what I do as a, try to do as a person now as well. Heck yeah. So OJ, like, you know, what was like your thoughts on last season back to 2022 season? Yeah. Um, honestly going into the year, I thought we were going to be, you know, a lot better than what we ended. Um, I thought that we had a really good team. I, we were, we were old, we had experience. Um, that senior class last year was a lot of them played varsity baseball before. So I thought going in that, you know, we were going to be the guys in conference to beat. We were going to be the, the favorite in our sectional. Um, and then Owen Kirkenstein got hurt. Um, and obviously I don't want to say it's all that, like, but we had other things that we had needed to do better as a team. But like when you take your best pitcher away, um, that's five games. I mean, like say he pitches in five, you're better. You know, that's five games that we could win because he was like, he was a really good pitcher. And so then you're throwing, you know, he was our number, would have been our number one. So then you're throwing, you know, a guy that's probably your number two pitcher, which was, he's still really good, but he's going up against the other team's number one. So it's like, now you got to hit, you got to field, you got to do all that stuff. But when you have a stone on the mound, like, Oh, and that can, you know, throw the fastball by a lot of people and has others, has a lot of junk that he can throw it's really a game changer. And so like going in, like when he got hurt, I was like, okay, now we, we got to, you know, and more adversity. You got to, you got to see it. You got to step up and we got to, we got to do what we got to do. 
and we i mean we struggled i'm not gonna lie like last year was kind of a disappointment just because i thought we were going to be better than what we were and make a little bit of run in the tournament um but we like i said like we had fun and that was our our point of this last year was let's get let's have fun still compete but let's make sure that you know we're making memories and making sure that we're better people on and off the field and that was our big our big point last year heck yeah man so like what's what about this season man like how you feeling about this upcoming season yeah uh i'm excited you know we start um not this coming uh the 13th march 13th so that's, that'll be our first official and i'm excited we've had open gyms we had open fields and stuff so i've seen a lot of the guys out and i know who's i know obviously know who's playing so i'm i'm ready I and mean, i think that we could be uh as good as we want to be it's gonna take work i wouldn't say like the word this is probably like one of our most talented teams that we've ever had but we're um we got a lot of a lot of guys that could play and that's what that's what's cool is like we have you know all these we have pitchers we have fielders we have guys that can swing it so i'm excited um i'm ready i hope they're ready and excited just like i am uh-huh. so like what are some things that need to be improved like must improve going back from last season to prevent a season like from happening yeah uh fielding that we airs killed us last year absolutely killed us um so that's a point of emphasis that we're having you know we gotta make sure we could field the baseball and get outs get outs for our pitchers and get out of innings and we were you know we had we switched a lot of guys around last year in the field so like this year we kind of know kind of hope that we can just put people in places and like, that's where you're gonna play all year and then um hopefully like that's what where we can we get to that and we just you know hit and swing it well and we have guys coming back from last year so we, we i think we'll be okay uh-huh heck yeah and then how was it to where like you know you you know you've been there for most, like you know for a couple years now yeah no yeah this is year four um so it's it's exciting like i kind of like know what to expect a little bit and i have you know years and experience under my belt now so i'm still nervous but at the same time i'm excited just because i kind of know what what we need to do to to get better it's and a win. grind huh oh it is man it is <laughs> so tell me so what some what were some like uh key players that should like step up you know for this year or you know you have some good expectations for yeah anakin pettit who he's been he's started since his sophomore year um after covid um, he's our catcher. He's going to Grace to play next Who? year. Anakin Pettit. Oh yeah, he's yeah. our catcher, but he's going to Grace to play next year. Um, I mean, uh, you've been to games. He 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 can swing it, dude. Yeah. He's he's a he's a dude. He's he's really good. He's a leader for us. Um, yeah. even behind he me. hit a grand slam. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> awesome. yeah, dude. He, yeah, he he hits a lot of bombs. So uh, I'm excited for him, and I'm excited to see what kind of year he has. He's dialed in. Seems like oh, dude. he always is, dude. He loves the game, uh, which is awesome. But uh, and then uh, Marcus Bernicki. Another kid that's played for me the past three years. As a sophomore, he played a lot of varsity. He'll probably be our number one pitching. Um, so I'm excited, hopefully, for him to have a good year. He had a good year last year, but as a junior, he kind of got had his ups and downs. But I hope this year that he's like he's locked in. Like you know, he's our he's our guy. Like learn from his mistakes, you know, yep. knowing hey, this has to be my best year because it's my last year. Exactly, exactly. Um, and then like Noah Prater, Hunter Craft, Evan Myers, you know, they're, those are still senior, oh, I guess I can play positions. So Noah will probably play first base, maybe some third or second. You know, these kids are have experience though. Oh yeah. Yeah. They all have experience. Hunter being the outfield, Evan's going to be our shortstop. So we have guys that can, you know, get after it and compete. And then that are seniors that have experience. Heck yeah. And then we got, um, Cameron Manuel who's coming back, who threw last year, threw a perfect game against Triton. Um, he's only a junior. And so he's another guy that we can put that we're going to put on the mound a lot and have a lot of a lot of faith in him and hopefully get us some wins. You like this like in depth roster? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We we got. I mean, we got guys that can that can play. Um, but it's like kind of nervous because like baseball is such a hard sport because like you have so many different positions. Yeah. And like so like you, I try to we always try to make sure we can put kids in their best positions. But sometimes like it's not the best thing for the team, you know. Yeah. Like. You know, Noah's best position is probably first base, but he's going to have to play third and he's going to have to play second. If there's when, a pitch and change? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, like, you got to, like, rotate guys around. And so, like, that kind of hurts because, like, obviously you'd love just to be able to put somebody else there. Yeah. But I don't, like, right like now. MLB, right? Right. Where they have a pitch, a roster mm-hmm. just for pitchers, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of guys that, you know, they're not the best pitchers, but, hey, you're going to have to pitch because, like, you have pitch counts in high school. Like, you can only throw so much. Yeah, especially when it comes to tournament games, right? Yeah, exactly. So, like, you're going to like, – guys are going to have to throw that maybe don't want to or aren't the best at it. But, yeah, like – it, it for the team. Yeah, exactly. You got to do what you got to do. Heck, yeah. 
And then, uh, so like, tell me uh, some players that maybe in the come up here in the next couple of years, yeah. they may be incoming freshmen or just you know us uh, upcoming sophomore. Yeah. So like, as as young guys, um, a guy that I think that can be really good and that can help us out, um, in the future, his name's Gage Heilman. He's a freshman, mm-hmm. and he we've had open fields, open gyms. And he's honestly impressed me a lot. Like I'm like, okay, like you're like you're gonna like maybe not this year he's gonna be able to play right, a lot of varsity. Yeah, right. But I'm like, if you, I mean, I hope he does. I hope he proves me wrong. So I hope that he comes out and just absolutely does what he's <laughs> supposed to do. Uh, hope Landon Durkis is so Landon Durkis is a junior, but the, he and he just had actually a surgery on his shoulder, and um, he didn't play baseball as a freshman. Came out last year, had a good year. So this year he's gonna have to probably step into a bigger role than what he's used to. And so I hope that he you know fills the shoes that I think he will. Um, and, I, and I'm like, I'm sure he will. Um, but yeah, th- those are two guys that I think that can be really good for us in the future. And I'm excited to see, see, see where they go. Heck yeah. It's like, you know, it's actually pumped just listening to this, man. I know. I'm ready. I'm excited. Uh-huh. So OJ, man, like how's the conference going to be as a whole, you think? Yeah. You know, compared to where, you know, if we want to really win conference. <laughs> no, it's, it's going to be tough. Rochester's going to have a really good team. Um, they, their seniors are are good and like they have a guy that i mean i think he i think he throws like low 90s high 80s off the mound he's tough we've always struggled with him um wabash is all is always good they always like they're they're i mean they're that's good program in wabash like they're always top of the conference manchester's gonna be good they got a new coach over there um they're young but they'll be good um so it's gonna be a tough conference honestly like we're gonna have to play our best baseball to win it every conference game yeah, man. At least, you know, you guys want to be like the underdogs to prove these teams wrong. Oh, man. yeah. I And I hope that that's kind of what they're thinking is like, man, these guys aren't going to be any good. And we just come out and prove everybody wrong. Yeah, make a statement. Exactly. Man, you know? Make a statement. Like, hey, look, we're, we're here. We're ready to yeah. go. Yeah. You should really tell them, like, hey, why not us? You exactly. Know? Yeah, I will. So, like, speaking of that, what are, you know, the team goals and what's some personal goals for you for, like, this particular season? Yeah. So, team goals, I'd say. Um, and we'll, as obviously, we'll sit down as a team and we'll put all these together. But like from my perspective, what our team goals are, I would love to win conference. I haven't got to do that in the, the four years that I've coached. So I would love to win conference. Um, we got, we're in a new sectional this year. They switched around the sectionals. So I would, lo- I mean, I would love to get a, con- a sectional um, championship. It's going to be tough, but I would love to do that. Um, hey, nothing comes easy, man. No, it doesn't. No, it really doesn't. Uh, I think a winning record you know, would be bit is big for us. Not nothing. 500. I want to go have a winning record. Um, that's a goal. And, uh, for our team and personal goals as a coach, just be, you know, be the best person that I could be for these kids. Like, you know, um, it goes a lot more than just baseball. Like, obviously I want to teach them like, everything that I know and spread my knowledge of the game. But at the same time, I want to make sure that they know, like, look, I got you not only baseball, but outside of baseball. Um, I'm always here for them. Whatever they need, I want them to know that, hey, you can call me and I'll, I'll, I'll get you. Yeah. And, you know, that's, you know, that's something that our, like our coaches did for us when we were kids. I think I trusted a lot of, a lot of our coaches. You and, took after. Exactly. Much. So, yeah, I just want to make sure that I'm, that I'm there, that they know that I'm there for them, build relationships with them and, yeah. you know, know that I'm there for the future too. It's very cool because once you do stuff like that, that goes to the extra mile, it just, uh, it just seems like the kids trust you more and buy you into you more yeah no which can create you know better uh coach player relationship yeah exactly like like a terms like players coach like i want to be like a players coach like i want to be a guy that's you know obviously like they know that i'm their coach but also like want to be able to like joke around with them and have fun with them and make sure that they're relaxed because in baseball you have to be like if you want to be a good baseball player if you're stiff and you're like you know you're not gonna you're not gonna be the best place you got to be relaxed like compared to like football or basketball yeah exactly like you got to be relaxed and have confidence and that's what that's what i try to install in these kids like hey like i mean baseball is like a failure sport i guess as some people would say like they like if you're going you go three for ten like you hit get hit three times in ten that's good and you're like that's 300 like that's like that's a fail like that's a failure kind of but that's good in baseball and so like you know i always tell the kids it's next to bat next pitch like kind of like golf yeah like yeah exactly like golf like it's it's all you got like forget about it flush it next thing let's move on and that's yeah. yeah that's one thing that i always i always preach to them and i think they're getting better i mean obviously they're high school kids right. they're you know they're young they're emotional they want to be the best which is awesome i love that mindset but at the same time you can't show it like you gotta like you can't let the other team know that you're frustrated with yourself or is they're gonna take advantage of it exactly yeah. like just stay calm do your thing and when the moment's there take advantage of it yeah man i love that mindset for sure and then uh man so lj what's your end goal for coaching and in yeah. your personal life. Yeah. So like, um, as a coach, like I just want to make sure like be the best coach 
obviously like I want to win. I want to, I'm a competitor. I always want to win and I hate losing. It's like, I want to win. I want to be the best, you know, baseball coach that I can be and that these kids deserve. Um, and you know, I, I want to become like the team that everybody's like, Oh, that typical new Valley. Yeah. They're always the real deal in baseball. And that's what I want to get, get back to. Cause for a while we were like that when I was in school and like younger, or when my brother was in school, like Valley was always winning sectionals and winning conference. So like, I want to get back to that mindset as, as a baseball program. And as a coach, like, Make sure this program is taken serious. Exactly, like, exactly. Compared to, like, an hour football program, right? Right, yep, uh-huh. exactly. Because, like, I mean, right now our football program is killing it, man. Like, yeah. they're, they're, like, they're like the top dogs. Well, you like know? you said, it didn't come overnight. No, you know, it took no, a while. you got to grind. Then we already, like, you know. Yep, exactly. Crazy. Yep, more already changed the changed the program around, honestly. So, like, that's what I want for baseball. I want to get these guys to be like, all right, yep, it's baseball season. Let's go. Like, it's ready. Like, yeah. and they do for the most part. But I also, like, you know, you see success that football is having, success that basketball is having. Right. Like, they're all excited for that. Well, let's it's our time. Let's have success in baseball. Like, like let's do it right now. Yeah, never. It's exactly. like now, never. Exactly. And I kind of, I kind of like forgot to mention this, right? So I read somewhere in articles that when, like you know, when you got the job, you know, you said there has not been stability in the baseball program. Uh, we're gonna try to bring that back. Like, so why did you want to be part of that change? Yeah. Um. So like, I'm. So my, this is my fourth year, and I've had. I'm the longest coach that they've had, and since I was in school, like That's crazy. my, yeah, my freshman year had a new, had a coach. He, after that year, he was done. Then I had another, uh, coach Brandon Cody, who was there for two years. And then my senior year was Brannock and he was there for three years. And then after that was, uh, Greg Prater, he was there for two years. So now I'm the I'm the longest. And like that's what the kids deserve. Like I hated coaching changes. Like I get it. Like I, I understand that coaches have thing other things going on in life. Life and happens, that, yeah. Yeah, and I get it. But at the same time, like these kids deserve to see the same face every year. And to see the same person. Like, like we're like as uh, we're going back once again to Coach Mo. He's yeah. developed a program and he's been there for like seven years, yes. eight years. Yeah. And then, you know, kids are familiar mm-hmm. with them. Yeah, and look look success that he's having. Yeah, like, so it, keep on going with that. Yeah, yeah. So like that's like that's where I want to get to because like if you if kids see the same face every day, they're gonna wanna show up more. Yeah. And they're gonna wanna be in the weight room. They're gonna wanna get better, they're gonna wanna compete. Yeah. And um that's what we like that's what this baseball team deserves and this baseball this school deserves because, you know, they don't deserve to have to go through a hiring process every year. Like, I don't want them to do that. So, like, I want to be the coach that's there and can build this program to to higher standards. Compared to where the kids think, man, this, this program's a joke, you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't I don't want that. Exactly. Especially, like, just knowing that you went there, too. Mm-hmm. You, you were a player yourself. Yeah, at yeah, as a player. And it's like, man, I, I hated it. I didn't like the coaching changes, but you had to do what you had to do. Like, there's nothing that you could Adversity, change. Yeah, yeah, adapt- exactly. Adaptability, like yep. we talked about with yep. uh, Deb Miller. Yep. So, yeah. uh, I want to talk about another thing before we wrap up, right? So, I was, in, as you know, I was in baseball my freshman year, right? <laughs> so I can t- I can attest to, like, you know, being in baseball, it's like, I don't want to say more relaxed compared to other sports, but, you know, it's more relaxed if that makes sense. But, yeah, you take things serious. I think that's why the the, the guys, the players love baseball season. And, yeah. like, you love baseball season. Yeah, it is. No, it is, like, a more relaxed sport because, you know, obviously you're not, you like, basketball, you think most time you have the ball in your hands every player. You're playing defense. Like, you obviously have offense and defense in baseball, but you're in positions that you're, like, there and, like, you're kind of relaxed. And, you, I mean, you're waiting for the pitch. There's a lot of downtime in yeah. baseball. Like, with football and basketball, like, you're back and forth all the time yeah. and running around. Yeah, Ryan, yeah. Yeah. And in baseball, you know, you're kind of waiting, waiting for your moment, waiting for the time, the ball to come to you, waiting for the pitch, whatever it is. So it is. Baseball is definitely a uh, – it's a slower game, but um, you really, I feel like you really have to love baseball to play it. Um, just because for that reason, if you yeah. don't love it or coach baseball or coach, yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to love it. I mean, it, you know, a game is going to take two hours, you know, and it's going to be a lot of time, yeah. but it's worth it if you love it. Or I especially love it. like, you know, uh, challenging against the, uh, umpire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've seen you go against the umpire many uh, times. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you, sometimes you got to ask some questions. So exactly. <laughs> Close don't get fed, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so. I want to talk about March Madness, man. So, like, you know, by the time this recording comes out, it's going to lead into, like, the Big Ten tournament, right? Mm-hmm. And then that after that, it's going to be March Madness. Like, just tell me, yeah. like, your thoughts on March Madness and why you love this time of year. Yeah, best time of the year, man. It really is. Like, this, like, me, me, you, and Alec, and, you know, all of our buddies, we always talk about it. Like, dude, this is, like, the best. Like, the weekends of, you know, start tournament starts on Wednesday, and you go all the way to Saturday, Sunday, and it's just game after game after game. And um, it's exciting. I, I love I love March Madness. I've always I have always loved March Madness. Um, 
And, you know, not only just because of, I love basketball, but at the same time, like, I get to be around with all my friends. We're watching basketball and having and a good I time. At Outlaw, yeah, Outlaw HQ. Yeah. yeah. And like, so yeah. Uh, it, it's it's a good time, and I love this time of the year, and I love you know, upsets. I love seeing upsets. I love good games. I love good basketball. I always think I always tell you guys, I just want a good game. I just want a good basketball, you know? Yeah. So I want to ask, like, dude, I just, for a couple of years now, I thought you were just joking around to, like, you know, grind my gears but I just realized that you were you're actually an IU fan. What made you be an IU fan, man? I, I don't know. I wouldn't say I'm a strict IU fan. I do. I do root for the Hoosiers often, and uh, Purdue. What the heck? I I did. I root for Purdue today. So like, I mean, I, I if IU Purdue were playing, yeah, I'd probably root for IU over Purdue. But uh, why do you enjoy them? For yeah, no, I do. I think one, it was like kind of like growing up you know, IU was kind of more successful than Purdue at the time. So it was just like, IU basketball, IU basketball, IU basketball. And I've always heard it, always heard it, always heard it. And I was like, all right. And the name Indiana that's in Indiana. So it's like, man, that's some team that I could, I could watch and get down with. So like, you know, I started, started watching them and Halleck, big IU fade. He kind of wore on me a little okay. bit about and it. Jake Harris. And Jake Harris, Cal, all of those guys, you know? <laughs> so right. I'm like, all right. So it kind of made me like IU more than Purdue. Um, but at the same time, if Notre Dame's playing any of those teams, I'm rooting for Notre Dame. Yeah. So you're a big uh, Irish Irish guy, eh? Yeah, big Irish guy. So uh, anytime the Irish are playing, I'm always rooting for them. But if they're not playing, I'm probably rooting for IU. Uh huh. And then uh, who do you think is gonna win like the Big Ten tournament? You think? Uh, who, like I think obviously like Purdue probably obviously they won the regular season, so they have the best team. Chance yeah, Alcum. yeah. Um, but it's March. You never yeah, know you never what's know. gonna and happen. Panner doesn't really do a good no, job in the month of March. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. So still mad about the Peacocks game, man. <laughs> oh yeah, St. John or St. What was it? St. Peter's. St. Peter's. Yeah, St. Peter's. Yeah, <laughs> they were the Peacocks. Yeah, the Pe- I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Painter does not do a good job in March. So my favorite to win it. Um, and we're just still talking about Big Ten, right? The Big Ten and tournament, then you, and then after that, you can answer who you think is going to win the whole thing. The Natty. Okay, I'll, I'll, you're gonna, you'll ask that question after we. No, no. Oh, just answer it after. Yeah, okay, answer it. Okay. Yeah. Um. So to win the Big Ten tournament, I'd say, which it's crazy basketball today. So I don't know like how seedings are going to turn out, but the favorite. I think it's probably going to be the Hoosiers. I would love to see the Hoosiers win it, but they never play good against Iowa, so I never. I don't know what's going to happen, but I want the Hoosiers to win. I think they're probably one of the favorites. Um, and then the big dance, March Madness, the national tournament, dude, there's so many good teams and so many, like, you know, they're upsets. You never know like who can come out and just ball, you know? Yeah. Cause there's some really good teams there, outside the big time. There is, there is. And you know, Houston's tough. Alabama's tough. Um, but I think my favorite, I think to win that is Kansas. They've been on fire, they are, man. Dude, they're so good. They're uh-huh. so good. And dude, it was just the best part about this. Like going to Apple HQ while watching these games is like the freaking food. <laughs> the man. food. Oh my. Jay just does something different. I remember. I don't know. Were you there the one year that he made those? Uh, Grilled cheese. Oh yeah, I knew what you were talking about. So one time, one year, it was like the 2021 year where yeah. like. The March Madness, like Indiana hosted everything, everything. right? Yeah, yep. it, when it was like the day it was Gonzaga versus who? Uh, when Jalen Suggs won the yeah, I don't remember. Was it was it UCLA? I think so. I don't remember. I don't but know. Anyways, I, don't know. I know it was Gonzaga. It was the moment where Jalen Suggs made that three point uh, winner to win the game, and then that day Jay Craig made some. He like it was one of those times where he wasn't meaning to like make the food intentionally he was just just experimenting yeah so he made some grilled cheese brisket sandwiches oh. and oh man you know that me and lj ben and the rest of the boys were hammering that <laughs> oh yeah I, it, oh it was probably the best thing like i've ever like had that jay like jay makes the best food ever but that was seriously like the best thing <laughs> and it was like late at night you know we were hungry and i don't think the sandwich lasted long like they were gone quick yeah it was gone less than an hour man <laughs> yeah, we were, yeah we devoured it oh yeah just like like we said we cherish these like good times yeah no we do and like obviously shout out to the craigs and shout out to jay and shelly all of them you know they Alex, thank Lydia, you. Emma. yeah yeah they they you know letting us they host this and it's so much fun to go over there and, and watch basketball um and, and you know we bet we have like we do a little betting thing yeah, and uh, have a little right between for you and iu yeah so it's fun and uh i appreciate them for letting us come over and enjoying the times yeah big shout out to them and then oh is there anything else you want to ask or say um i don't think so i mean i appreciate you having me on dude this is this is a lot of fun and i hope hope i did a good job hope people enjoy listening and uh 
you know, you're killing it with this stuff. So keep it up, keep up the hard work. And, uh, it's cool to see how far you've taken this. And, you know, if you ever need anything, you know, like obviously one text away we, and, <laughs> exactly. you know, we talk all the time. So it doesn't, you know, if whenever you need anything, I'm here for you. Uh -huh. Appreciate that LJ so much. And thank you for coming on. Cause like, I really wanted you on before the season starts. Cause like you said, once the season starts, it's like, dude, uh, you're busy, busy, busy. Yeah. 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 I mean, you asked the right time. So I'm happy that I could do it before season because it's going to get, it's going to get crazy. Heck yeah. And I just really want to hear I really want other people to hear like what you have to say about you know the program, man. Yeah, yeah. And I, you said a lot of great things. You did a really good job, LJ. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I hope people people think the same thing and enjoy it. And you know, hopefully, uh, the talks of cheese is on the rise. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. Thanks, man. Hey, dude. Uh, I'm not I'm not gonna stop, man, because I love doing this, man. Good, good. And you're great at it, so don't don't stop. Appreciate that, man. And uh, LJ, it's, t it's time for the cheesy question of the day. Oh, here we go. I'm, oh man. <laughs> Okay, so today's cheesy question today is that what do you think was ahead of its time? So my answer would be for you to generate some ideas. I think Vine was ahead of its time. Oh, okay. I think that was the OG TikTok, man. I think it paid the way for the short videos, reels that Snapchat has nowadays, Instagram, yeah. obviously TikTok. Right. I think maybe Facebook has that. Right. No, that that's that's a good one. That is a very good one. Ahead of its time. Man. Dude, that that's that was a tough question. That's a good one. <laughs> that's a good question. Um, yeah. So I think I would say the the PSP, the little game thing that you had. Yeah, that that was like I never had one, but all my friends had one in like middle school and elementary school, and it was the coolest thing. I always would play it when they yeah. when they would uh, we would go to basketball tournaments or whatever we were doing in the car. We would always play that. And stuff. like you watch movies. Yeah. Play music. Yeah. Like, holy yeah. Crap. yeah. We, yeah. We use that. I forgot about that. We use it as a speaker sometimes. Yeah, dude. And yeah. then you can usually do that with your phone. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that was, that was, but that was like, we had those before we even had phones. Like, right. I mean, like if I had a cell phone, like I had, like my buddies had like PSPs and stuff. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. It's yeah, crazy, crazy how like times have changed, right? With, yeah. the, with the Vine, which is <laughs> yeah. now TikTok, TikTok right? TikTok, yeah. And the PSPs can be really introduced to like the phones phone. we have. Yeah. Because exactly. everything you can do in the PSP, you can easily do on your like yeah Found. yeah like any game like you kind of wanted to play yeah you like could Fortnite. probably get it on that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's crazy yeah psps that, that's a good one i think uh -huh. and vine was a really good one uh -huh. that's a, that one's so true it's true it's like we used to watch funny vines <laughs> your junior year of high school my freshman year <laughs> yeah yeah i think i made a couple of vines yeah. actually they were only six seconds yeah too, compared to like the 30 seconds 90 minute second real yeah. on tiktok yeah. is crazy and sometimes tiktoks get too long like exactly that's my point yeah mine was straight to the point yeah and that's what brought luke combs to fame you know True. that's yeah. what helped him at least one of the factors yeah that's what brought a lot of people honestly like, that's how a lot of people like got get famous is because now this, tiktok's so. not stop oh my goodness yeah. yeah yeah like you see all these people and it's like how are you make so much money on tiktok like yeah. i mean except if you're addison ray <laughs> <laughs> yeah we understand that one don't we <laughs> But yeah, man, thanks for coming on, man, once again. No, yeah, thanks for having me. I had a lot of fun, and uh, I enjoy talking about baseball, so I appreciate this, mm -hmm. man. So no problem, LJ. So guys, thanks for listening. Please leave a review and rating and share the podcast. I would greatly appreciate that. And you can follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Facebook. Thank you. Yeah.